All right, back into with topics worthy of discussion. I wanted to veer over to public health concerns or considerations. And I'm going to start with you, Adrian Batra. When you've got the Toronto Public Health Board becoming the first in Canada to officially call for Canadian government, the Canadian government to legalize, legalize all drugs and spend more on treatment and harm reduction because, as they suggest, it's a public health issue rather than a criminal one. Joe Mahavik is saying, you know, this is an important first step. Let's get the national conversation going. Agree or disagree? Well, I would say one thing. Um, I do agree with the portion of the the treatment of the harm reduction and, and, and more investments need to go there. But Let's face it, John, most of what that comes out of the Toronto Board of Health is more politics than it is medicine at this point. I mean, two out of the 11 board members actually have any semblance of a medical background to have any moral authority to be speaking with respect to what the reality is, is of, of what's going on in our culture and in our society. I think um, one of the one of the lines that they use in this report is that, you know, vast majority of Torontonians would agree that the approach that we're taking is not working. Well, yeah, I mean, you could take that and say 50, you know, either way, 50 percent agree with you, 50 percent don't agree with you. So I don't think that this will go over well. I don't think that uh, a vast majority of uh, Torontonians, let alone Canadians in general, would think that uh, all legalization of drugs is the right way to go. What we need to do is is continue with, with uh, what uh, the provincial government has said, that they're going to invest billions of dollars in mental health addi- um, issues. With that, And part of that comes, comes addictions issues. But also, uh, let's also talk about the role of what the city should be doing. Is the city even responsible for health care? It shouldn't be. That's not one of their jurisdictions. They dabbled their fingers in into that for the last too many years and have not done a very good job of it. But here's where we find ourselves. I don't think that this report will be overwhelming, overwhelmingly um, championed. And think I think that most people will sort of look at it and say, you guys are crazy if you're talking about legalizing all types of drugs because we have all these other issues, these protracted issues that we haven't even dealt with. All right, Mike Van Solen, uh, when Eileen Davila, who is mm-hmm. the uh, public officer of health there, says this is uh, something we ought to treat just like alcohol. And therefore, as a health issue rather than a criminal one, I mean, it leads to a, the specter of maybe people shooting up heroin on a patio. Yeah, I yep. mean, I, we have that specter today. To see. I, you look, I'm more open to it than some might suggest. Um, at least your criminalization, uh, you know, I, I accept the argument that, you know, particularly look south of the border and to some extent here, uh, let's not be conceited about it, the war on drugs is, uh, ha, has not been an overwhelming success. I think we need to digest and get through the uh, legalization of marijuana first as a country. Uh, we're, seeing, we're seeing how tricky it is to actually implement uh, th- these type of policy ideas. I'm not supportive of the idea, certainly, of going right to full legalization. But, you know, if you, if you look at the Portugal model, uh, the decriminalization of, of uh, personal amounts for personal use, um, I'm open to that conversation. I, I think we, we probably have to get through the marijuana piece first. All right. I know we've touched on this before, and you winced when I said doing heroin on a, a patio, but if she's going to liken it to alcohol. Listen, Gord, don't get ex- excited here. Uh, I know you're big on harm reduction, so this is the area that they're planning, I guess, that's being proposed. But, I mean, so no interdiction whatsoever? You think just open season, cocaine, heroin? No, any- I, don't think, I don't think that's what anyone's arguing for, John. I think what people are, are realizing is that an awful lot of harms, not just to drug users— I'll come back to that. But to the public in general, has to do with the criminalization of possession of small amounts for personal use. Small amounts. Yeah. Key phrase. And, 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 that's been, and that's been what's been discussed at the Board of Health, uh, which, you know, to just deal with something Adrian said, the advice to the, medic- the Board of Health does come from medical professions. It's what the medical profession around the world 
uh, talks about as an evidence-based approach to drug use, and it universally comes down in saying the things we can do to decriminalize, to make the, uh, to bring in harm reduction programs, benefits not just keeping people alive, but also makes neighborhoods safer. Uh, a large part of what happens when you criminalize holding a small amount is the amount of crime that happens within the drug world. Uh, people not having a safe, safe place to do their drugs, not having uh, a safe place to hold, hold their stash, uh, leads to an awful lot of violent crime and it leads to an awful lot of theft. Well, it's been, boy, Sue Ann Levy writing in your own mm-hmm. paper there, uh, Adrian yeah. has pointed out the scourge of certain neighborhoods now because of these. Well, and Sue Ann has gone and into these neighborhoods and gone around and looked at what's actually happening with many of these decisions that, you know, may be sort of popular in the zeitgeist at the time, which which is the discussion that we're having right now. But talk to the people that actually have to enforce this stuff. Have a conversation with those communities and those neighborhoods that are dealing with all sorts of so the, just just well, let's talk to the people after enforce that, that stuff the toronto police service supported really putting having in to deal with this sites. on the face-to-face level this is not working for them and let's be honest here the toronto border health once again um has overstepped they're they're going beyond this whole notion of nanny statism they want to be relevant they want to feel like they're part of the conversation this is not something that is going to fly and if you want to have a conversation Councillor perks about whether or not you want to talk about what the legal amount of someone is to walk around with heroin, you're going to have a larger problem on your hands than even having a discussion with me on radio right now. I, I know that it's a hard conversation. I absolutely understand that it's a hard so conversation. So you think it's okay for in people just walking around with heroin? And, in 2016, yeah, okay. 3,000 Canadians died from opioid overdoses. In 2017, 4,000 Canadians died. The yes, number this year is going to be even bigger. Reality. There is a health crisis in North America from opioids in the drug supply. Of course it does, but that we doesn't come from you know, whether or not it. we as taxpayers need to say to say, say to them, oh, you need a safe place to be able to do this this is that ta- we're talking about a larger discussion about what's happening within the pharmaceutical industry whatever is happening in the medical industry with either over prescriptions or an, an abuse of right it. and as mike said it's about. probably time for us to start to have that conversation outside of a war on drugs lens and to start being thinking oh my god if anything else was killing thousands of canadians we would be taking it a lot more seriously than this <laughs> Well, is there still room for interdiction? I mean, uh, yeah, there's an opioid crisis, but somebody's pushing this stuff. Yeah, and and we have to That's be looking into that. And we have to, So Libby Davis, who used to work on this issue, and she represented the area in Vancouver that had the, the first safe injection site, said it used to put it this way. We have four pillars of a drug treatment strategy. There's, there's enforcement, that's police, there's harm reduction, there's prevention, and there's treatment, right? But if you look at the actual funding, you've got a tree trunk and three toothpicks. We spend a fortune on enforcing uh, drug laws. What we don't do is to really think like Portugal and others have, shouldn't we maybe be investing equally on the other sides? And I want to acknowledge, Adrian, you and I agree about the treatment piece. Mm -hmm. I would go further with harm reduction than you would. Let's come back. Uh, Still another health issue. It has to do with sex and health education in the schools and the Conservatives getting some heat for uh, their position that they staked out last week. Lisa Thompson, the new education minister, came out with a statement earlier today. I'll run it by the panel. Get their take on that. More topics worthy of discussion in a moment on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.